Hello. You ever think of this? I tried. I tried. (laughs) I think just a normal high would work. (laughs) I mean, you just put me on the spot with the high. I wonder if that's how guys feel. You know, all we walking up to a girl, just say hello, but they don't know how to say hello. Yeah, because all of a sudden they've forgotten how to speak. Uh huh. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help them with all the many ways they can say hello. Mm, yes. And see, you laugh every time. So something works because we both laugh. <laughs> you know, great icebreaker. Yes. Hello. You're welcome. All you single men, you are welcome. Okay. Anywho, how was your week? Uh, still can't get into my building. Whatever. Don't even care at this point. Get into your building? Yeah. So because I got put on quarantine, they restricted my building access because cause for whatever reason, oh. when you're sick, you want to go to work, right? So you have to get cleared. So they call you and interview you to make sure you don't have any symptoms left. Cool. I passed that check. You know, COVID test came back negative. Cool. Whatever. Uh Okay. Give it 48 hours. Girl. It's been since fucking Wednesday afternoon. Uh Uh-huh. That's well beyond 48 hours. Yeah. I've called every day since that day asking has my name cleared the list yet? No, we don't see your name. No. I'm starting to think they just don't know how to spell my fucking last name. And they're like, no, uh, we don't see it on the list. Sorry. I just, I don't know. So, uh, Monday, I'm supposed to call in the morning. If they say, oh, well, we don't know. Or, oh, well, we never got the list. I have to call my boss and say, you might want to head downstairs. And see yeah. what the fuck. Because cause they, even they're getting annoyed. Yeah. I have no control over this. So you show up to work and they won't grant you access to the building because you're not on the list. I don't even show up to work. I just call. Oh, There's you just no call. There's no point in fucking trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, I would be really pissed if I drove all the way to work just to be told to drive all the way back home. Yep. Nope. There's wow. And then on top of it, like they don't get the list till almost 2 p.m. for the next Oh, day. my gosh. Yeah. So it's a, it's a hassle. Other than that, um, I studied a little bit for my exam. What exam? I thought you were all done. That fucking chiefy bullshit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't study too much, you know, because most of it is beyond home studying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then other than that, I got two of my three pins. Ah. All the colors. Wow. I see all the colors. And these are just like what you got. Yeah. I did write with that today, by the way. And? I liked it. And? You're going to be so upset. No. This is not my favorite. And that's fine. It's not my favorite, but I do like it. It writes very similar to my trusty pen. Yeah. My trusty pen. I do like the thickness of it. And because I'm left-handed, it dries really fast, which I don't know if you noticed. But I noticed because I'm left-handed. And so when I write... My hand, after I write, it slides yeah, as I slides, continue yep. to write, and so it smears, and there's no smear, well, which I do like that. <laughs> and that's why I like this pen, too, because yeah. it doesn't smear as I'm trying to write. So it dries fast. I yeah, do yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. I do like it. I'm not saying that I don't like it, and I would definitely say it's one of my top favorite pens. Okay. That's fair. I'll, I'll put it definitely top two. It's definitely oh. number two. <laughs> How's that? That's, that's good. <laughs> You've at least okay. got a backup if they ever stop making your favorite. I do have a backup if they ever stop selling my my trusty pen. But right. I was I was surprised. I'm not gonna lie, I was very impressed. I was very okay. skeptical, 
And when I opened the package, Eric looked at me and he was like, why did you order fucking pins? I was like, I didn't do it. This one wasn't me. <laughs> this is a gift for Sarah. And she said, this is going to change our lives. And he was like, pins? Pins. You yes. have no idea. Like, clearly he doesn't know. No, not yet. But I'm going to make him use the pins. Um, we actually had a really good week considering the fact that I was down with the onomatopoeia COVID yep, whatever, shit. <laughs> whatever sickness you've whatever got this week. <laughs> um, but he... Um, so I did get the job, which I'm yes. very excited about. That is it. Awesome. And we found out that Eric is actually going to be able to go full time in February. Oh. So uh, I think it's like February 7th. Okay. I start my new position on the 2nd and he'll be full time on the 7th. So that was a really good week for us. So he had to do all of his onboarding paperwork. So yeah. I'm doing mine on the computer and filling his out with your pen. And uh, so that was pretty cool. It's pretty much the same paperwork, which is very interesting because the new company that I'll be working for is on the East Coast somewhere. I think it's like up north somewhere. But so it was really cool, though. I was pretty I was pretty impressed. Good deal. Even though you got the onomatopoeia. Yeah, I got I do have the onomatopoeia. My um, uncle and cousin sprinkled a little bit of it on my steak i'm pretty sure probably they probably just caught right on it yeah i appreciate that made with love that (laughs) it was definitely made with love (laughs) my uncle texted me he's like why didn't you tell me you were sick i was like well at this point i'm better (laughs) yeah now it doesn't matter yeah i mean i still can't really taste anything smell is coming back slowly but surely i have lysoled my whole house probably eight times um, I mean, I was, I was dead. I even had to call into work and I work from home. Yeah. That's but, bad. But yeah, I was going to say, even then sometimes like if you're that sick and your whole body fucking doesn't want to operate, then. Yeah. Yeah. I text my boss and I was like, I feel like a complete fool because I work from home, but I have to call it. <laughs> she was like, the sickness is like plaguing our entire yeah all of our people so just rest up come back 100 percent. and i was like oh that's not gonna happen i'll come back when i'm like 65 if i can keep my <laughs> eyes open from can, eight to five i will be there if i can concentrate and not make too many mistakes best bet mm-hmm. nice yep i don't have to be 100 percent to crawl into my office right yeah. next door to my bedroom yeah <laughs> Yeah. And just sit here and just pray that I don't fall asleep and just ASDF all the way across the keyboard <laughs> for an auth, you know? <laughs> uh, well, well, that's really you know, exciting about work. the new jobs. That's exciting. Yeah. I did have a slight panic. Like, part of me is kind of panicky, and I don't know why. Uh, I just hope that I can pull both of them off. I don't. Well, like you said before, you don't see why not. It's the same kind of work. It's still Mm -hmm. like input and coding or. Yeah, I just need to get a bigger desk now. Yeah. I was on Amazon shopping for bigger desks and bigger desks mean more money. You could try Wayfair. Ooh, I didn't think about Wayfair. Like you can. I think for right now, temporarily, I'm going to use one. We've got a bunch of those uh, like white. uh, Fold out tables. Fold out tables, yeah. So I think I'm gonna just add that to my table and just kind of have a line of monitors. Let's <laughs> see how it works. 
So. Oh, that's right. Because they're sending you a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that'll be really nice. They they gave me a little more than I asked for. So I was like, even better. Oh, nice. I don't have to take any insurance or anything out of it. So. Oh, well, that's good. Get caught up on some of this shit. Having to buy a house. It just depleted us. Just wait until you like get some of it paid off and you decide you want to do home improvements. I already want to do home improvements. The I think the first thing that we want to pay off is our car because I think we only owe like 6500 on it. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. So I think my goal this year is to pay off the car because yeah. that will be an entire payment that we'll have extra. Yeah. And so, and I know Eric wants a new truck. So maybe once we get the car paid off, save a little bit for a few months and then go buy him a truck. Yeah. And then we'll I mean our house isn't like falling down, so Yeah. Just stuff that I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not necessary. (laughs) Just home improvements. Home improvements. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was gonna say. Other than that, like we went to Target (gasps) today to look at TVs to see if they had what we wanted to look at. Of course they didn't. They have like all the very base models, so my husband and his I must have the top of everything was not impressed. Uh-huh. But I did find an advent wine calendar. Oh. On clearance. <gasps> so you get twenty four of these bad boys. What are they? hundred and eighty seven mils. It's like a uh-huh. I don't know, two glasses of wine maybe. Yeah. And it was originally sixty bucks and they had it on sale for seventeen ninety eight or something. Well, yeah, you had to get it. Yeah, yeah. So, so far, the first one I've tried, this French Colum Guard, is pretty good. Uh huh. Cheap, cheap wine. Okay. I'm just drinking it out of a bottle like a bougie bitch. Do it, girl. Yeah, pinky finger up, of course. And then uh, we went to Best Buy and we found the TV we wanted, not in the size, mm-hmm. but, and it was one model down from what he actually wants. Like, why could, why? Like, I, to me, it doesn't matter, but to him, it matters. So I just finally told it, him, you do what you want. Yeah. Just let me know when you're ready to get it and we'll buy it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Because he's going to research the shit out of it, regardless of what I say or, yeah, so. Oh, yeah. When we bought our big TV, that was Eric. Yeah. I have never seen him do that much research in my life. And I was like, if you just put half of this effort into anything, you'd be amazing. Yeah. At whatever you wanted to do. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, but it's really hard to put that much effort if you're not passionate about something. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to buying a TV, best bet, this man had like 7,000 tabs open. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking hell. But uh, eventually, when I get a TV, I'll let you know. Okay. Yes. Well, you let me know because I got all the usernames and passwords. You just let me know what you need and what you want. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Excellent. 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 Yeah. How's this weather? Are you still snowed in? No, uh, it's all ice now. Uh, the highest oh, we got yesterday was like minus one. Um, it's just supposed to be really cold the rest of the week. I think Tuesday is our warmest day. And what's that? Uh, hold on. I gotta two. You have. Two I gotta degrees. translate it. Um, 
Wednesday, it'll be 31. 31? Yeah. So, I keep seeing articles that we're supposed to get more snow, but then I look at the little forecasts and there's no snow, so. No snow, snow. No snow, snow. No snow, snow. Um, hmm. We're not even going to hit the 60s in the next week. Wow. Gonna be chilly. It is gonna be chilly. All right, get the heater. Heater school. Keep on going. Fine. Uh, I think that's all that I have. That's all I got. All right, bye. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> Someone good. just panicked. I'm yeah. just going to say, gee, it's okay. We got your stories for yes, you. Yes, we do. So. Um, am I supposed to go first? Are you no, going first? No, it's me because you fucking side derailed <laughs> our last week's topics. <laughs> with, oh, that's right. With I was going to do this, but, and I was like, oh, no, we are doing this. Oh, can I make a little side note here? This is going to put you on a little tangent. Oh, God. So I was talking to Eric about our topic of the gaming addiction. Yes. And Eric said, everything can be an addiction. Mm -hmm. Why can't gaming be an addiction? And I said, well, that's not really what we were talking about. And he was like, no, think about it. Sex is an addiction. People are addicted to people. Like not all addiction is bad. There are people addicted to food. Addiction is, it is what it is. And I was like, I'm going to put you and Sarah in a ring and just let her go to town because I see what you're saying, but that's not where we were going with it. But well, like, he he's not wrong. Up and down. Yeah. He's not wrong. No. But I think, like you said, the topic that we were focused on, the article that we focused on was di- is different than what he is saying. Yes. And well, and that's what I tried to explain to him. I was like, you can't put gaming addiction in the same sentence as alcohol and drug addiction because it's not the same thing. And he started off on his little tangent and that's when I was just like, okay, all right. Just, you know what? We've already, I've already been sidetracked once. I'm not going to be sidetracked again. Let's get ready for the game. Cowboys (laughs) lost, by the way. I know. Although 49ers did beat. Not only did they beat the Cowboys, but they beat the Green Bay Packers last night with a walk-off field goal, which was, the game was hard to watch, first of all. Was it just boring, or? It was pretty much a shit show. It was pretty much like the Cowboy game, only Green Bay came out swinging and the 49ers defense won the game for them, essentially, and special teams. But Green Bay pretty much just gave up. So it wasn't the ref's fault. It wasn't, okay. it was basically a team. But the heart that the 49ers showed was just amazing. Like I was even excited, and I don't even like either of the teams. I was like, well, my team's home crying because yeah, that's what they do. But I was very excited for my husband. So they're moving on. 49ers, we're still in it. 49ers are still in it. So. Awesome, awesome. How many more games until? Uh, we've got two tonight. 
And then there will be two more games. And then it should be Super Bowl. Super Bowl's on February 13th. So oh, wow, I think January's almost over. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. 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 That is. Gotta love January, man. It's here and then gone in the blink of an eye. Nobody even knows it was here. You're stuck at home. I know. Can't get to work. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. They kicked you out. Did they fire you and not tell you? I hate it when that happens. You know, if that's the case, give me new orders. Like, fuck. Send me back to Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. Now that the tsunami's gone. Oh. Anywho. <laughs> Living in the past. All right. Living in the Where past. Where, where are you taking us today? Well, um, episode 40. We're at some ridiculous number of downloads. I think almost 900. Pretty close. What? Yep. So we're I haven't even looked at that. I've been trying to update our web page. Yeah. yeah. Um, episode 40. We've done a lot of these. That's pretty good. All right. So uh, we are going to Europe, more specifically England. To Chillingham Castle. Ooh. Even the name of it sounds creepy. I know. Uh, but I picture the long fingers. So the castle itself looks like what kids draw, you know, when they think of castles. Four pillars and a fucking wall. It's a castle. No, okay. No huge towers, nothing too crazy. Um, it has a moat, I believe. They built a moat at some point in the history of history of castles. Do they have sharks with lasers? No sharks with lasers. Uh, they haven't. Like the guy that took over the the castle um, couldn't afford sharks with lasers just yet, but getting there. We're getting there. Okay. All right. So this damn castle was actually built in the twelfth century as a monastery. Some of the articles that I read said it was inhabited by just monks. Others say monks and witches. We'll never know. I'm going with monks and witches. Sure. It's the 12th century, man. They they probably had druids there too. I'm telling you. Yeah. So skin changers, all of it. Uh, it was turned into a royal castle due to its strategically important position in medieval times. So they used this thing as like a point of contingency between the English and the Scots. You know, oh, fun! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, 1298, King Edward I stayed at the castle uh, while on his way to the Battle of Falkirk, where he defeated William Wallace. No, not William Wallace. (laughs) Nearly half a century later, Sir Thomas Gray was granted a license to fortify the castle, and that was in like the 1300s, early 1300s. By 1348, the castle was transformed into a square structure adorned with towers at its corners, so the four towers, and the walls that connected the four towers. Uh, Since that time, the castle has remained in its similar appearance with those curtains, except for the uh, outer curtain walls, again, linking the towers. Uh, They built them a little bit higher. Oh, okay. 
And I think I read somewhere that they're like 10 foot thick. So there's no penetrating that. Damn. But they're not made of cocaine clams. Just stone. Regular stone. You got me all excited. Yeah, no. I thought we were going to have a good time. Now, the Spanish Spanish in Florida, they figured out the cocaine clams, okay? Mm -hmm. The English did not. And they just did not share any information. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks, Spanish. Thanks a lot. Um. So throughout the years, lots of years, uh, Chillingham Castle was involved in various border skirmishes between England and Scotland, and it was under siege in 1536 when the Percy family of the nearby Alnwick Castle attacked with cannon during the Pilgrimage of Grace Rebellion against Henry VIII. Oh. There's a lot of fighting going on at this castle, so... I can see. To think that it's not haunted is... That would be baffling. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah. since 1246, it belonged to the Gray family. The Gray family were descendants of the Croys, who were kin to William the Conqueror. I did not dig into who the fuck William the Conqueror is. That's another topic for another day. Got it. All right. Fair enough. In Fair. 1932, the castle was abandoned by the Gray family because they were unable, unable to keep up with the cost of maintaining the building and the property. So, of course, over time, taxes went up, the cost of materials mm-hmm. went up. They just said, fuck it, and they left. In 1982, the castle was complete, like, in complete ruins. It was decaying, like, the inside of the castle was Aww. falling apart. Uh, World War II did kind of a little um, destruction to it. So, like, when the Germans were occupying it, uh, they started to strip the castle of its resources. So they were using the resources in the castle to fortify whatever they were using it for. So they took a lot of, like, the wooden beams out. They took some of the stonery out of, like, the in inside of the castle. And, of course, like, it probably was vandalized and broken into during its abandonment period. Yeah. Uh, due to the fascinating and diverse history of this castle, a Sir Humphreys purchased it and restored it. So... The reason this castle is really interesting, not only because of its history, is because it is dubbed as England's most haunted castle. Oh, okay. Makes sense. A lot of shit happened there. So, like, in doing some research for this, of course, I looked at ghost hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, so they only picked up a couple of EVPs. They didn't get any pictures of orbs or any, like, weird things. Uh, a lot of the sounds that they, like, picked up or, like, got spooked by, they were able to debunk just due to the oldness of the the castle. Mm-hmm. Like, they were able to replicate the happenings of those sounds. Okay. Um, But they did catch a couple of EVPs, which I thought were really interesting. Um, Two of them were down, like, in the dungeon. Okay. And one of them was in another room. But basically, all three of the EVPs were just names. It just stated names. Oh. So one of them was Toby, which they found the history of that. Evidently, one of the dogs down in the, like, torture dungeon room was called Toby. And it was one of the favorite dogs of the dungeon masters. Oh. So they think, like, that's the only Toby they know of. The other could be, like, a Scottish person they took prisoner. Yeah, okay. Was their theory. But they think it's more just 
a, one of the spirits calling out to this dog. To the dog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the other EVPs names was James. And I think that's referring back to like one of the kings or lords of that time. Whenever the okay. EVP was collected. And I can't remember what the third one was. But they were all names. So they did pick up EVPs. They just didn't pick up a lot of activity. Um, One of the... Well, I'm going to go over three of the most popular ghost stories. And it seems to be what people witness the most. And um, even one of the ladies of the castle back... Way back. Uh, her name was Lorena. She made a detailed journal about all of her encounters with spiritual beings. And these three oh, wow. were in it. And this was published back in 1925. Damn. Okay. So I wasn't able to actually find the journal. Just little snippets of it, which talk about pretty much what people have seen. So um, when Sir Humphreys purchased it and they were restoring it, they were knocking out one of the walls between two of the rooms um, just to like refurbish it. I think even to connect the two rooms together. Um, they found a skeleton of a young child bricked up in the wall. <gasps> so for the longest time, this particular room had stories surrounding it of a haunting of a little boy dressed in blue. And usually around midnight, you would hear like cries of fear or the sound of pain. And then it would be followed by a bright blue light. Or a blue orb that would just come out of the wall and float around in the bedroom. And then after oh, a few no. minutes, it would disappear. Um, when they did, you know, pull this wall back and found the skeleton, it was dressed in blue clothing. So they found pieces of blue fabric with the skeleton. Um, mm -hmm. They call it the radiant boy. And then some people call it the blue boy just because of the clothing. Mm -hmm. Um. In one of the articles I read, they discovered documents relating back to the Spanish invasion of 1588. So they're thinking that maybe the kid was from around that time period. Damn, okay. Um, there are a couple of legends that say that he was bricked up alive with the papers <gasps> because they weren't meant to be seen by him. But supposedly he walked in the room as they were discussing them or like he walked into the room and saw the papers and they caught him looking at them. And so they bricked uh, him up into the wall so he could not talk about or speak about these papers. Yeah. Um, it's said that once he was buried, so they did like a Christian burial for the kid, that the mm -hmm. cries of pain and like cries of fear ceased. But some people still claim to see like a very silent blue light that sometimes emanates from the same area. Oh. So that's cool. one. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So when Sir Humphrey purchased the castle, um, this particular spirit said to haunt the pink room. Why you would make the room pink, I don't know. Um, oh, and when they pulled away the wall, there were marks of, like, scratches, scratch marks of, like, oh, him no. attempting to get out. Um, and so they're not sure if, like, he just, he was bricked up alive or... I, you would think so if you saw scratchings on the wall. Yeah. But they're saying they're not sure if he, like, died because of starvation or just died because whatever, died to suffocation. They don't know that part. They just know they found this. Yeah. Um. Then you have the spirit of Lady Mary Berkeley. She was the wife of Lord Grey of Warwick and Chillingham. 
who in 1682 ran off with his sister's wife, Henrietta. Now let's just talk about the men of this period. Like, <laughs> like what? What the fuck? I don't know. Like, if you I like mean, their on, sister guys. better to start with, like, don't what? Yeah. Like I married Agreed you to, to get closer to your sister. Yeah. That's almost that's... what this this is like. Yeah. I wonder if it's because is was she older or younger? Older. Oh. Well. I have no idea. Wait, okay, so we got another story of whoa that some fucking husband ran off with somebody's sister. <laughs> Um, so at, you know, once I'd haunt that motherfucker too, just gonna say, well, hers is more of like a depression haunting because he just up and left. She thought he was going to come back. He never fucking came back, of course. And he left her alone with their baby daughter. Oh, so she would just pace the halls continuously just waiting for his return, which never happened. But this part gets better. Kind of. Okay. I guess like revenge is a bitch. So she ended up outliving both her late husband and her sister. So her, like, fucking Lord Grey died in 1701. Then her sister died in 1710. Okay. And she outlived them by nine more years. Hell yeah, get it, girl. 1719. They say that, you know, she still haunts the hallways, the same, like, areas that she paced. And most times, if you're, like, in the hallway and it's really quiet you'll hear a rustle of silk and then it'll get really cold in that area that she's walking by but that is like the only place in the castle that you hear like silk rustling oh so that's like her signature i'm here sound um but yeah like as far as sounds there's no sounds of her like no wailing no crying just coldness and rustling silk so that's kind of interesting yeah well, the coldness, because she's pissed off. Or just super sad. Super sad. Oh, it could be super sad. Because, like, if, uh, you know, where I'm comparing this to Hollywood, but in the sixth sense, anytime old boy was around his wife, it would get super cold. Yeah. And his wasn't anger. I think his was more sadness. Sad. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so, there's that. And then the third ghost, which is the most known, well-known. Um, is the lady in white. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, There's always a lady in white. Mm-hmm, yes. So this dates back to the time. They don't have like an actual date, but when the greys held like actual silver in their castle. And so there was a whole room dedicated, you know, to their like little bank. And yeah. they always had a footman or a guard guarding that door. Well, one night a woman in white, um, and this is, I think, in the journal. Uh, that she appears very wispy and like solid white, but she looks huh. very skinny and like very distraught. Um, so one night it said that she appeared in the room and begged this footman for water. So when the footman was like, "Okay, you know, calm down, lady, I'll get you some water," he turned around to get the water and realized that the doorway that she could have even possibly come through was locked. Oh. Like there was only one way in. Yeah. And that door was locked. Okay. And when he turned back around, <laughs> she was gone. So the theory behind this woman is that at some point in her history at the castle, she was poisoned. 
And that is why she constantly <sighs> asks for water. And then since that sighting that says that she's seen, been seen only in that room a few more times. Oh, but wow. But she always looks the same and she's always asking for water and then goes. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. Um, I kind of want to go visit this place now. So, yeah. And then, of course, there are... Oh, uh, this is the other one. Like, uh, some people have reported that sometimes in the chapel of the castle, you can hear the, like, subtle mutterings of what sound like two men. But if you try to figure out, like, where in the chapel they're talking or where in the chapel that's originating from, it all, all communication ceases. Like, all sound goes away. Oh. And Ew. it's been, it's actually been, like, reported by a bunch of people, not just, you know, oh, I heard this thing one time. Um, and then the other thing that I read, it's not a haunting. It's more of like a, they think it's more of like a, make the castle seem more scary type story. It's not legit, but since there is a dungeon with torture tools in it, uh -huh. they threw a name at it. So the story of John Sage came up a lot. Supposedly, he's like an ex-soldier of one of the kings, and he got hurt in combat. And so he really loved working for the king. And in order to maintain like his status under him, he offered to work in the dungeon. Well, at that time, they were taking in a bunch of prisoners, men, women, children. They didn't give a fuck. And uh -huh. it was said that he did, like, some brutal shit to these people and that their spirits still haunt. But most, even the ghost hunters that I read, they think that that's just a story to make the castle seem more, you know, terrifying, especially in the dungeon area. Yeah, They didn't get anything that, like, no EVPs, no weird vibes in the room screams yeah, yeah okay. the only thing they got was that one of them the person saying toby toby and then there was another name it wasn't john it was some other name huh so yeah so that is, that is interesting uh they do do ghost tours if, you, if you're ever interested in, in england evidently okay. the guides really spice it up <laughs> so they want you to be scared fucking shitless but well, that is interesting. Yeah. Wow. I think if you were to do a ghost tour, you'd have to do it more like a private type tour. Yeah. Because other people like emotions and attitude and just their existence will manipulate the atmosphere. Yeah. So you would either be yeah. more scared or more leery of things or annoyed. I'd be fucking annoyed. Right. My essence would stay behind annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I thought that was pretty so, cool. That is way cool. I can see it now. Next person does story. So there's this annoyed ghost called Sarah. <laughs> and <laughs> We've gotten a few EVPs. Every once in a while, she'll throw a book on the floor. Like <laughs> That's too funny. All right. So wow. what's your story? Come on. Chop, chop. All right. Mine was, mine was I in England. I actually, um, my story is a little different. Okay. A little different. I'm not doing a murder. <gasps> I was just about to ask, is it murder? It's not a murder. Oh, I'm actually, um, it's not a ghosty story either. Oh, although God. I'm sure that if you were to work your magic, you would find ghosty stories. 
from this place. Okay. I did not do that. I'm actually just going to talk about this building. Okay. Um, I found a new show on Discovery. Of course My you did. favorite. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I should be a spokesperson <laughs> for Discovery Plus. <laughs> At I this point. I fucking love it. Okay. At this point, I just love them. Um, it's called Mysteries of, what is it? Mysteries of the Abandoned. Okay. It is literally an entire, I think they're coming out with season seven. Oh, geez. Um, seven seasons of them just going around the world to these abandoned places, kind of explaining why they were built, who built it, why is it abandoned now type structures. And there have been some really cool episodes. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do one. So the one that really was more fresh in my mind, really, um, is called The Colossus of Para, which is a Nazi germ. It was built by the Nazis in the 1930s. And this place is freaking huge. Okay. It's huge. Okay. So a little history um, on this. I actually have two websites that I got my information from. Um, So Adolf Hitler obviously was a, you know, not a very nice man. Uh, He came to power in 1930. Um, We all know this. He made promises to the citizens who voted for the Nazi party. Uh, His main goal besides, you know, a fascist regime regime, within Germany was to give the population of Germany the best quality of life possible. Their hard work had to be compensated in some way. Germany was out of rapid growth in the 1930s and the country did not have many holiday resorts. Everyone was really kind of fed up of going to the mountainside for the holidays. So um, Hitler went to Rügen Island, which is a hidden gem of Germany during the summertime. And that, on that island, Hitler uh, came up with the idea to make this huge holiday resort for every citizen to enjoy. Uh, that way, um, you know, they would continue to love him, continue yeah. to support him. So his plan was to give every family within Germany an extra week off to go visit this resort for free during the summer. Okay. Which... I mean, ideally, great. That's concept. pretty awesome. Yeah, like not gonna lie, that's really awesome. So, I mean, I'm not con- not saying Hitler was a great guy or anything, but I mean, that's a great idea. Um, so, uh, this was really just to thank the whole population of Germany for their loyalty and hard work uh, to reinforce their economy. So everyone was looking forward to this amazing project. He talked about it all the time, but the cost would be immense. Like what he had in mind, it's going to be a lot of money and we'll get into the money here in a minute. Um, this would, however, be covered by the economic boom that took place in Germany during 1933 and 1936. The implementation of, thank you, of the new Nazi Government laws uh, that actually massively pumped the production of goods and exports within Germany. <clears throat> An exact price for the project was never estimated, but within the three years of construction, 
the government spent over 337.5 million Reichsmarks, which was the currency that was used in Germany, Mm -hmm. uh, in U.S. dollars at the time, it would have been $59 million. And if we were to take into consideration the inflation, man, you are nailing Uh, it today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm blaming automatopoeia for this. (laughs) So in today's U.S. dollars, it would be equivalent to approximately $1.1 billion to build this place. I just, I hate when people do, like, I know you're just reading the article, but why would you compare, like, are you talking about you're building this complex in today's world? Well, they're saying, like, if you were to look at the equivalency of the money. So... If you were to build a place like this today, it would yeah, okay. cost over $1.1 billion. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Um, the construction started in 1936 with over 9,000 workers. By the summer of 1939, it was almost finished. So they were booking it with wow, construction. Yeah. Okay. I mean, 9,000 people, they were getting this thing done. Um, with the beginning of the Second World War, the constructions uh, were put on hold and never touched since then. No one during the 20th century had a chance to use it as a holiday resort. That's so sad. So he like, this place is really, really crazy. And it has been through quite some shit. So in World War II, during the Allied bombing campaign, many people from Hamburg took refuge in one of the housing blocks. Uh, Later, the refugees from East Germany were housed there. By the end of the world, these buildings housed female personnel for the Luftwaffe. German, got it. Mm -hmm. Some German word, got it. Um, So the building itself, it had eight identical buildings that were 4.5 kilometers, which is uh, 2.8 miles in length, parallel to a beach. With surviving uh, structures stretching 3.0 kilometers, 1.9 miles. So these buildings were huge. Yes. So that's what, like uh, 12 miles, eight buildings? Yeah. 16, 16 miles, a little over 16 miles worth of buildings. Okay. And they, on one side of the building, it's all basically beachfront property. Okay. Why did he need a building that big? Massive. Well, he wanted all of the German families to have I a week vacation that. there. But like, There's are they all going to take? Are they all going to take their vacation at the same exact time? I doubt it. I mean, if you divide it in this, I'm, I don't know. He wanted to make sure everybody, everybody had a chance. If you wanted to go, there was apparently room. Clearly, so. In 1945, the Soviet Army took control of the region and the establishment and made it a military base. The Soviet 2nd Brigade occupied Block 5 of Pora from 1945 to 1955. The Soviet military then stripped all usable materials from the building in the late 1940s. Two of the housing blocks one at the north and one at the south were actually demolished and the remains mostly removed. In the late 1850s, East Germany military rebuilt several of the buildings since the buildings had been stripped to the bare brick. Uh, 
And in the late, uh, no, okay. Most of the exterior interior finish can now be seen what was done under East Germany control. After the formation of the German Democratic Republic's National People Army in 1956, the buildings actually became a restricted military housing unit. Most of them were the Elite 40, uh, which was housed in Block 5 from 1960 to 1982. On Block 4, on the north side, was used for Urban Parachute Battalion uh, and others. Large sections remained in ruins to this day. Uh, also housed in the building from 1982 to 1990 uh, was the East German Army Constructed Battalion Merka. Merkan. Oh, this thing has been used Not over for its over. intended purpose. No. But by militaries. No. So after German reunification in 1990, the National People's Army, or GDR, was absor- absorbed into the West German mm-hmm. that took over the building. Initially, consideration was g- given to just demolishing the buildings because it was built by Nazis, uh, but was later actually given a landmark protection and tax break offer to developers to renovate it. Parts of the building were used from 1990 to 1992 by the military technical school. From 92 to 94, a part of the building was used to house asylum seekers from the Balkans. Yeah, okay. Beginning uh, beginning in the early 1993, the facility was empty and the buildings were subject to decay and vandalism. Um. An exception was Block 3, Pora Center, which from 95 to 2005 housed a variety of museums, special exhibits, and galleries. Between 93 and 99, the site served as one of the largest youth hostels in Europe. So, what are they doing with it now? Well, what? Any person today's world, if you have a building that big and the money to spend, Airbnb. you turn it into essentially, yeah, an Airbnb. You can buy or rent. Uh, it's a huge hotel on the beach. Okay. Uh, you can buy or rent rooms, uh, suites. Yeah. And it's just like any other ocean, ocean resort now. They've got nice. pools. They've got a golf course. Uh, they have completely redone this. Let's see. It was, how did they do this? So in 2004, following more than a decade of unsuccessful attempts to sell this, uh, site as a whole, the blocks of the building began to be sold off individually on September 23rd, 2004 block six sold for 625,000 euros. To an unknown bidder. Of course. On February 23rd, 2005, Block 3, the former museum mile, was sold to, I'm not even going to try. Okay. A German. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which announced that the building would be used as a hotel. Yep. Uh, October 2006, Blocks 1 and 2 were sold to Pora 
some, some German. Maybe okay. Uh huh. Very angry German. Very long, angry German name. Okay. Uh, which was announced the plans uh, uh, plans of converting the buildings into shops and apartments. Okay. However, Block One was re-offered up for sale in an auction on March thirty first, two thousand twelve, and was purchased by Berlin investor for two point seven five million euros. So they're selling off each individual one of these, and everybody's pretty much just coming together and doing Giant this. Giant hotel resort, yeah. yeah. Giant hotel resort. So in, uh, what is this? So right now, uh, there are plans to build enough living space to house over 3,000 people, as well as a youth hostel and anonymities for tourists which they actually have now. So they have a picture from 2019 and I did find, let me see if I can find that again. Maybe I can, they, you can actually book a room. When I looked this up, it was like uh, book a room today. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it opened up. I read somewhere. I can't remember where I read, but it opened up the actual hotels. Some of the hotel parts have opened up, but it opened up in 2020, which we all know COVID hit. And so they didn't get the national news that they were hoping for. Um, Okay. I'm going to share my screen because I feel like, no, I don't, I don't need any of this. So this is place. It goes on forever. It's huge. I guess you will be on fucking floor 10 room 2007. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, look how close to the beach you are. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. So, this is what it used. I mean, it's Nothing's got a changed. nice layer of trees. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has changed. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Nice pool. There's a golf course right on the beach. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Wow. Nice, huge walkways. Oh, yeah. Got a port. Marina. I mean, it's. Huh. It is crazy. So that's funny. It's uh it's huge. This place yeah. is huge. That's pretty good. I know it's really short, but no, nah, that's pretty good. I'll post some of these pictures on the website so everybody can see room? them. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's look. Very modern. Wait, oh, that's, that's not, not it. I was gonna say that's not too expensive, but that's not it. Oh, what is it? That's not bad. Yeah. If that's this place. Wait, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh god, you're staying for many, many days. What? Okay. Wait, that's not it. 125. Oh, I bet you they have different names for each of the blocks. Each block, yeah. That's Pora. Oh, good times. Pora, Pora. There's no, like, I guess there's no point in, like, taking down something with really good structural integrity. Mm-mm. Like, why not convert it? Well, I know in the little documentary that they did on the, uh, that Discovery show, like, it was very uniformed, and there was speculation, which I couldn't find anything in the history, like, looking at it, so I don't know where they found this for the documentary, but there's speculation that it was also to kind of um, – now, I may be getting this mixed up. Hold on. No, I think it was this building. Because it was so long and everything was so uniform, 
they were speculating that it could also be for a week of brainwashing. You're going there to relax. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. But everything is so uniform that it would just be brainwashing you. So I was like, well, I I mean, if it's a resort that I don't have to pay for and I can go for a week, I'll be brainwashed for a week. Like, (laughs) can I I go sit on the beach, though, while I do it? That's all I want to know. Well, I don't know, like, not to be that person, but it's the same. It'd be the same tactics that they use nowadays in politics. Yeah. Yeah. We're building this giant, great resort for the people. Yeah. And we promise the people that, you know, for a week of the year, you will get an all-inclusive paid ticket for you and your family. Mm -hmm. Please read fine print below. (laughs) (laughs) So cause seizures. Do not directly. (laughs) Do not look directly in the light. Probably contains lead and asbestos. (laughs) <laughs> don't worry about osha <laughs> oh, cool. yeah so that was mine cool. it's not spooky it's not murder it's just something a little different that i liked a little bit and of i was like you know what? I'm gonna think- yeah i just i'm kind not- of what well, wait and you said it was on an island yes germany so how um, the fuck were people getting to it to vandalize it were they just taking their own little personal boats well, it's right off of, uh, well, you saw the, the dock. Oh, the, the marina. Were, mm-hmm. The marina. So there is a civiliz- civilization there. And, I mean, that thing is huge. You know how many people are trying to get in there and see if there are little ghosties or something going on? Yeah, they're going to vandalize that. I, just, I didn't because you said it was a remote island off of whatever... Oh, the hidden well, gym. I was thinking it was a tiny island, and then you started talking oh, mile no. long buildings, and I'm like, not tiny. No, not tiny. No, mm-hmm. the government just went in and said, "Sorry, we want this fifty thousand miles of land." Uh huh. Don't worry, you'll because we're going to build too. a resort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to build it, and then we're going to let you stay here for free for yeah. a week every yep. summer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, I'd be okay with that. I would go paint a wall to stay there for a week every day. Or every summer. I'd go paint a wall. Absolutely. <laughs> we do it. <laughs> oh, you want me to break crocs? No problem. Got a hammer? Oh, well, that's it. pretty cool. I might have to actually look yeah. this uh, show up. It is way cool. Way always... cool. There are a few stories that I kind of want to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, you definitely need to look it up. I mean, it's seven seasons. I think I'm only on season two. Okay. So it's on there. Might share it with my mom. It's a, I don't yeah. Know how far behind she is on this bullshit. Well, what are you doing with, with your mom. life, mom? <laughs> well, here, watch this while you figure it out. <laughs> oh, that was good. That, look at us. I'm both doing histories and buildings in Europe. Yeah. In Europe. Yeah, we were both in Europe. Mine was really short. I'm sorry. No, don't be. That was good. That's exciting. It was good. A lot of history in that building. Uh huh. In a very short amount yeah. of time, if you think about it. Yeah. 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 You had a lot of history in a very long amount of time. Yeah. It's a, yeah. The fact that this building is still standing is amazing. It's, it's great. Absolutely great. <sighs> oh, I could do one more. No. Save it for no. next week. 
or the next week Ugh. or in the, one of the many future podcasts that we have. Yeah. We're on 40. I know. That's really when, exciting. When we hit 52, we might have to think about a new season. <gasps> I don't really want to break Ooh. it into seasons, but we can if you want. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, we'll just keep going forever. Yeah. Infinite numbers. Why would we break it into seasons? I don't know. A lot of people do it. And I was like, oh, maybe season that. I'm not interested. The only thing I thought about doing um, a little bit different is I thought maybe like I would focus on different subjects for like a month. Well, we've already started that with the gaming addiction. Yeah. Yeah. So no worries. Ooh, that would tie into next week's too. Stay tuned. Until next week. Find us on all the dot coms. Coffee Cash. Dot coms. Dot com. We're on the Discord, Patreon, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Check them out. Stories. Send us an email. Coffee Send us your story. Coffee Cash Chatter at gmail.com. Send us all your stories, whatever stories. You want to hear us talk about it? We'll talk about it. Just send an email. Or a message or something. We'll even get Rue and Leo involved if you guys really want that. Yeah. Little kitty cameo. Well, I'm just going to tell y'all right now, Rue and Leo get involved in everything. <laughs> in everything. <laughs> so, and they are very vocal about their, their opinion. Things. Yes, they are. All their things. Um, I, I would really like to hear if y'all are enjoying our Facebook and Instagram posts. If you're not enjoying them, uh, what would you like to see more of? What would you like to see less of? Um, kind of let us know on any of the social medias or email us or on the website. Or Discord. That would be cool. Or Discord. (laughs) Discord. Yeah, because we're going to take no news as good news. So if it's not good news, we want to know. And we'd like to hear good news, too. I mean, don't hate mail us (laughs) 24-7. Come on now. We need a little love somewhere. All right. All right. I think that's all I got. I think that's the end. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. We love you. We do. Until next time. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.